your opinion, man. Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. No, none taken. That is right, none taken. I am your host, Easton Moore, and I am the Movie Moron, and this is the Movie Moron Podcast. Um, I hope everyone had a great New Year uh, and a great uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever all the holidays are. Um, I don't know them all, but I uh, hope you had happy a happy holidays. birthday. I'm sure there were a lot of birthdays, yeah. <laughs> I know it's a quote, but... It's the New Year. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, New Year. Hope everyone had a great holiday season. Uh, we were just really busy and couldn't make it to the actual theater. I don't think I've been in the theater in two weeks. We were busy. Um, you guys, especially you two, were yeah, very we were busy. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah. Um, and haven't had a time to actually sit down and watch anything other than at uh, 12 o'clock at night before I go to bed. So that's kind of how it's been. Um, and so we couldn't really get in the theater and in the studio. And there wasn't a whole lot coming out last week. Uh, but this week we wanted to go see maybe like Babylon or... Puss in Boots, which is getting outstanding reviews because DreamWorks is uh, coming out strong as Disney's uh, flopping in the animation department. Stepping up the game. Yeah, <laughs> they they are. I, that's just I've, I've seen this trend recently where people are saying that uh, DreamWorks is kind of on its like upward, upward trend. Yeah, yeah. And Disney is on their downwards trend. And, it you know, this isn't my opinion. This is just what people are saying. A lot of them are saying it's because they're trying to do this forced diversity. And so it's mm. kind of messing with their stories because they would rather like they're trying just, to meet the agenda rather just, than stay true to the story um, or, stay, or create or like, creative process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're more worried about making sure that they're making stories that are inclusive to every single different person, whether people want it to be in there or not or whatever. And, and so that's kind of been some people's yeah. opinions on why, um, and then DreamWorks is just like we want to go out and make a cool animated movie. That we'll make a movie love. about a cat, um, like Puss in Boots and uh, Bad Guys was uh, yeah. DreamWorks. So that's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. Uh, they've just <laughs> they've just uh, and like I said, this is not my opinion. I watched Lightyear and very much enjoyed it, but a lot of people did not. And there's also a huge problem with their marketing uh, mm. people at the moment, um, and I don't know the real reasons behind it, but a lot of their stuff is getting under-marketed out of nowhere. Um, well, I should say any of their non-Marvel stuff is not getting huge marketing. So, gotcha. um, yeah, their animated movies aren't getting the marketing that they once did. Um, well, that's kind of like Strange World just came out. That's what and I'm saying. Yeah. You, had, you saw, in the, like, if you went to the theater. There were ads for it. There were ads for yeah. it, but that's it. Yeah. I didn't see it anywhere else, really. And, like, for a big one for me uh, is Andor. Andor got zero marketing and is a mm-hmm. great Star Wars show, um, at least that I've seen so far. And it had, like I said, zero, zero marketing. Yeah. Um, okay, sorry. We're all just very confused. <laughs> our uh, our all time guest just guests ran out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, okay, I guess I should uh, introduce my uh, two people with me. You can't see them because there's no uh, video today. Um, but we have our uh, all-time guest, um, Tristan, who just left and came back. Hello. And then we have our practical co-host himself, Trevor. New year, new me. Okay. <laughs> uh, this has been a burp cast so far. The whole entire pre-recording uh, was just all three of us burping like crazy. It's a lot of belches. Hoping to get it all out, but I guess not. 
I thought we were including it in the show. <laughs> I didn't want to, but we oh. have to now. Um, so yeah, we're just going to uh, we're going to do a year in review because we don't have uh, a movie that we watched, uh, but we didn't want to take three weeks off. Uh, it would be two weeks off, but it'd be three weeks without an episode. Right. And uh, yeah, I figured this is a great time to not necessarily watch a movie, but talk about everything that we saw, kind of rank some of our favorites, some of our least favorites. <laughs> Talk about the craziness of this year uh, when it comes to movies and all of that shebang. Um, we will, at the very end of our episode, we'll kind of do a, a top five ranking um, ranking list. Um, and um, I haven't prepped this, so I might there might be a short little break. And then at the very end, we might also do a like uh, draft for next year. Ooh. Um, if that makes sense. What does that even mean? <laughs> I didn't I didn't tell them, so I'll have to uh we might have to take a short little break, explain to it to them. Yeah, and so they can prep real quick. Um but yeah, I think that'd be fun. So um we're just gonna kick off with some of our uh just some of our favorite movies that we've seen in twenty twenty two, but we're just gonna be kind of geared towards twenty twenty two movies. But if there's some other really good movies you saw this year that you want the audience to know about because we don't talk about them all the time. Um, a gnat in my face. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and start listing those off. Um, Trevor, are you ready? Or you want me to kick it off? No, I'm I'm good. Uh, so real quick, do you do you want? Are we? Do you just want all of it right off the bat? Like what I enjoyed this year, or and we'll just kind of talk about them. Yeah, oh, great. Well, I this probably won't be a hugely long podcast, but I still want to. Yeah, talk about them. I. So in no particular order, the the two I my kind of highlight of the beginning of the year anyway, aside from the Batman, was uh, "Good Luck to You, Leo Grand," and then "Cha Cha Real Smooth." I really mm. liked. It. I think you guys saw "Cha Cha." We right? eventually did get a chance to watch "Cha Cha." Well, I think smooth. you guys saw it before I did. I think you yeah, we it. did. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, we saw it first. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I really liked it. We too. all really liked that one, even I, though some people were a little less on it. Really? Some people don't like that. Uh, that guy. Oh, the main character. Yeah, because he just like makes him out to. He makes himself out to always be the good guy. I guess like hmm. this weird like nice guy energy. Sure. And some people think it's hmm. weird, but some I people like it. think too. Much. I think that might get. I think that might get nominated for best original screenplay. Really. For next year's Oscars, yeah. Hmm. At least that's what I wrote in my review after seeing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then of course you know wh- what else came out that year was everything everywhere all at once, which you know. <laughs> so on Letterbox, I think surpassed didn't it surpass Parasite for number one spot or something like that. I don't think so. But maybe. I thought it did, or it got it got really high marks. Yeah, the main character in Cha Cha Real Smooth is the director. Ah, the main actor. Really? Yeah, and he's also in a movie called uh, Shit House. And I just heard people saying afterwards that he always writes himself off to be this like super nice guy, and mm. so it gives him weird energy. But I'm like, that's fair. Maybe he's just writing stories where like it's good to have somebody that's just a good person. Yeah, mm. like maybe. how terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't even know if he is necessarily like depicted as like a, a good, uh, what he protagonist. Yeah. Or anything like that. He's just a dude, and he it, he's even kind of like a nagging dude. Like he's not super likable, <laughs> but. Tristan, what did you see at the beginning of this year you enjoyed? Since it wasn't everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. Um, I liked a lot of movies. Well, actually, that's a lie. I, <laughs> I 
was thinking about movies that I really liked, but then they weren't from this year. Hmm. But you like Turning Red, right? Kind of. I was, I'm in my list at the end. I want movie. I'm a very, I feel very bigly. And I want, if, if it makes that list, I want it to be like, yes, I love that movie. And Turning Red was not that for me. It was fine. I got you. It was good. But I'm not like, yeah. <laughs> Everything Everywhere All Wants did not surpass Parasite. It got something. It's in like the top maybe it's three top, or like, four movies maybe or something reviewed. like that. Maybe. I don't remember what it is. but I know the Batman hit a record of reviews or watches on their box. But nice. no, uh, Parasite's like top 25 of all time. Nice. But in but Letterboxd has a very weird uh top when it comes to their stuff because it's not just it's like they have everything on there. Yeah, yeah. Like a movie above of Parasite is Folklore the Long Pond Studio Sessions with Taylor Swift. So like <laughs> it's not it's not super accurate because I, it's not super accurate. Did you guys Sorry. see on Twitter there was like a program called Director on Director where they paired up directors to like interview each other? Taylor Swift was in that. She directs her own uh, music she, yeah. videos. Yeah, and she called. Well, she did when she did her, you know, original the the Taylor Swift cut or whatever it was called. Um, she one of those is like twelve minutes long, and she credits it as a short film. Yeah, and so now she she's kind of on. She's. It seems like she's trying to get on a director circuit kind of deal. Well, and she's already been trying to act for a little bit. Yeah, she well, hasn't done she anything. had that. Oh, she was in uh, Amsterdam for a minute. Oh yeah, and then the yeah. uh, spoiler. I can't say what happens to her. Well, I assume she dies then. But well, I didn't say that. Maybe she's the B B E G. Big bad guy. Yeah, the big bad evil girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anything else you got on your list, or do you just you want to go around the circle a little oh, bit? Oh yeah, or? I kind of figure we go around the circle a little bit. I that, that's all kind of be. I'm looking at this now, and then I enjoyed the outfit. I really enjoyed X, uh, and then you know massive weight of unbearable Nick Cageness. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, you good there? Teresa looks concerned. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because she didn't like X. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ew. I liked Britney Snow. Yeah. You did like Britney Snow. Huh. I liked Britney Snow. You didn't like Kid Cudi? Who's that? Big Schlong Kid Cudi. <gasps> <laughs> Shadow of the Big Schlong. <laughs> oh. Janet Ortega's in that too, isn't she? Yeah. 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 She's the yeah. character I don't like though, so. Yeah. Um, but it is a, uh, don't worry, it's not, it, it was just the shadow of a schlong. And it's a fake schlong <laughs> too, so. Because they can't put they can't male show real well, schlong, Tristan. They c- you can't put real I wasn't male asking for it. <laughs> schlongs in movies, or else it's considered X-rated or in seventeen. Yeah, Mark it Wahlberg. It is X. Uh, yeah, it's fake. <laughs> it's X. Yes, I got it. Oh, You're, that's very clever. It it's very witty, Tristan. <laughs> Whatever. It's not why they named it like very good X job or anything. I also <laughs> really liked the Weird Al movie. Oh yeah, Weird Al movie was pretty good. Weird, oh, it's so good. And and may I say, one of the most historically accurate <laughs> biopics I've seen, it's maybe as, in ever. I mean, it's as about as accurate as every other historical music <laughs> movie we have. So right. why not just say it's? It was so fun. 
I I didn't love all the Marilyn Monroe stuff, but I don't remember there being a lot. She's still at large. What do you I mean the Madonna like, stuff? Oh yeah, Madonna. Madonna sorry, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I, I was like, her. I don't remember Marilyn Monroe with that one. <laughs> but yeah, Madonna. Madonna stuff was very weird. Yeah, but all in all, I really liked it, and I liked all the hidden people in it. They were like, like big actors had like tiny roles in it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did you guys ever get a chance to watch Triple R? <laughs> no. No. Uh, I did really want to. It's just so long. It, but it, man, it's it's so. I'm not worth saying it. it's not worth it. I'm just saying it's very long. Yeah, to get, and it's a you lot. You gotta it's find a, the time. And it's a long subtitled movie. It is. So yeah. it's it's definitely something I want to watch. Yeah, man. So it's it's maybe the broiest bro movie I think I've ever seen. The broiest bro movie. It's it's supposed to be super bro. It's great. It's more broy than bro love, love bros. It's just called bros. Than bros. Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? Because they're bros? not bros. They're lovers. Did you watch bros? I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> but in triple R, it has the screamy guy in they it. They just straight bros. Okay. Also, redeeming love came out this year. Uh huh. I love that movie. I didn't watch it, but I did listen to your review on it. I oh. found it quite insightful. Well, I recommend you watch it. Oh, I'll take that into consideration. You think you would like it? I recommend anyone. <laughs> to watch the very cheesy romance movie. It's not that bad. <laughs> and it has the three named guy in it. Yeah. Howard Green. Jordan. T- Wait. <laughs> Green. What's his name? Morgan Marshall Green. Morgan, no. Logan. Logan Mar- Marshall Green. Yeah, Logan Marshall Green. We'll get to it. Yeah. What'd you see this year, Easton? Um, <laughs> we're going in a circle. Don't worry, Tristan. We'll get back to you. That's fine. Um, a few. I mean, ones that you guys have already kind of said here: the Batman, of course. Um, some underrated ones that I thought were absolutely fantastic. Or so the show. That's just rude. Sorry. Yeah, Marcel the Shell with <laughs> shoes on. Um, that was one that was technically came out last year, but was a wide release this yeah. year. Um, oh. That was absolutely fantastic by A twenty four. One of the best. One of the best feel good movies of the year. Um, I'm gonna go with a real deep cut here. I believe this came out in 2022, but may have been a 2021. Um, very weird. Very niche. Very good. Pleasure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot we saw that. <laughs> yeah. We didn't see it together. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, I thought I saw it with Austin. No, I saw Memories with Austin. Yeah, yeah. Or Memoria, mm-hmm. whatever it was. But yeah, yeah, I thought that was uh, that's a that was a really good small indie film that came out this year. That was definitely an experience yeah. to watch that together with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it good as an experience. But it's very insightful, and it's very yeah. true to its material, um, and paints an honest picture of the the story while still being a narrative yeah so uh much better than what uh oh i think i kind of see these in the same realm um zola uh and i thought pleasure was much yeah i think pleasure much better, better. Yeah. um and just shows that life yeah i mean it's not the same exact life but well and zola you know has its that's a movie cobbled together based off a Twitter yeah, thread. Yeah, one of the yeah. best Twitter like thread. Like yeah, yeah. I compare it to uh, 
compared to a, a complete i mean as far as i'm aware a completely fictional narrative um based off of basically yeah based <laughs> you know pulling it pulling from good at uh, a real source but yeah yeah um uh lastly uh i will add i don't know if any of you guys are going to say this once in a while throughout i did have everywhere everywhere but everybody has yep. edge. Of course. Just, uh, Not me. <laughs> that's true. Um, the Northmen. Um, I was waiting for you to say that. I knew it. you were yeah. going to say that. Of course. Yeah, yeah I've been uh, condoning for it ever since it came out. I think it's still on HBO Max. Uh, yeah. If you haven't given it a shot, um, maybe a little weird to start. Uh, but once you get into the story, it's extremely, uh, unlike weird in all the biopics, it's just <laughs> historically accurate. Um, even though it is a uh, made-up... Uh, kind of a twist on like a viking tale of hamlet yeah um yeah. and so it's not like necessarily a real event um but based on a real setting and real history of these people and what they were and how they acted and and that's that stuff um so you get to see their real culture and they don't hide away from any of it so it's really cool yeah um and i would say if you're you might do what I did and watch it and be kind of confused and not sure how to feel about it. Listening to our episode with Graham, yes. um, I think studies this extensively mm-hmm. um, really helps clear real... up some stuff. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And which is why I wanted, I watched the movie uh, for the podcast and then the next day watch it with Graham. <laughs> um, and yeah, he had a lot to, to tell me about um, because when you see things in movies, you don't know what is, accurate and what's not unless you've specifically studied it yeah and uh yeah if you listen to our episode on he can tell you um the specific things in the movie that are extremely accurate to that culture uh and that time period Uh, a lot of times in movies you they pull like the most aesthetically pleasing things throughout the history of a culture Mm -hmm. and put them all into one so you'll have things that would be like in 200 uh ad uh, paired with things that are from 650 AD, and those wouldn't be in the same town. Like the people wouldn't be yeah. doing those at the same time. Um, this doesn't do that. Like it shows things from earlier in history, but it's like this is a historical thing. Like they're seeing it as a historical thing, and the, where they are in the time period, all of that is fair to, fairly accurate to that specific. Uh, like that specific year and time period that they're in, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what made me enjoy it so much. So, what yeah. else you got? Well, so I got I got uh, obviously Top Gun Maverick. Um, I don't want to steal that from someone else. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah obviously the most fun of the year. Yeah, and I, that was a cool experience to, to watch the first one with you guys, and then very yeah. quickly after go see it. Yeah, that was a, that was a cool. Experience. And the theater experience of that one was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, I have so for my ones three thousand years of longing. I oh. remember liking. Uh, I think I'm kind of in the minority on the whole. I liked Men. Uh, yes, you are. And <laughs> and the Crimes of the Future I thought was really well done. Although the more I think about it, I think that one needs a rewatch and maybe a little readjusting. But we'll see as it kind of goes. But yeah, it's it's just one of those movies that has such an interesting premise and idea. Yeah, that, like you fall in love with that, like how outside the box this world and scenario is, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it entertaining. And it may not be the greatest movies. Yeah, and like I way off shot here, but that's kind of how like Matrix movies are sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. The idea is so cool, the whatever, the movie itself as a film, yeah, doesn't really hold up all the time. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad from time to time, but the idea kind of over 
Right. You know, and um, that's kind of like covers up some of those issues. Yeah. And that's the idea of like, if you have a good idea, you sh- like, you know, don't wait to tell that story, you know, j- get after like, because yeah. if the idea is good enough and like if the, ma- if the, if the material is well enough put together and interesting enough to watch sometimes on rare occasions, I'm not saying all the time, it can, it can overshadow maybe some technical aspects of yeah. what you're trying to do. Uh, because you're involved. Yeah. 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 Um, men, yeah, you say that one in there. I think men was so close to being just like five out of five. So, like, it was mm-hmm. just right there. Yeah. The first hour of that movie was just perfectly tense mm-hmm. and it kind of derailed itself. <laughs> um, I also thought it was very, I, I, I know we've already done an episode on it, but yeah. I really like the, uh, it, it had the, when you watch the trailer, you see the title. Like they were just smart with their title making. I think the title was perfect because in today's culture, we hear horror movie called Men. We think men are the issue. The yeah, people. yeah. And like, so it had a lot of people that were like, "Oh, great, another feminist anti men movie." And it wasn't that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something much different, which I thought was really cool. I don't know if that's what they were going for. Yeah, but that's what happened. Because if you were on Twitter. Or uh, YouTube comments, when those trailers were coming out, like all the comments were like, "Oh, great, another yeah, yeah, another anti men, another anti white men, uh, movie, mm-hmm. great." This is it's like, <laughs> but that's not what it was at all. Yeah, um, yeah, and that movie was perfectly tense. It's really just one hour. man in the movie. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a joke. <laughs> but Tristan, got some more stuff. Oh no, I have a story. A story. Story time with Tristan. <laughs> Let me grab my blanket. That should be a new segment. Um, no, I was looking through my letterbox t- to see what, like, in my diary. And I was like, deep water? What's that? <laughs> and my review says, I did not like this one. I'm like, oh, okay. So I don't I don't have to go any further there. Yeah, that was the Ben Affleck Anna de Armas. Uh, deep water? Yeah, he's a, he's a cuckold. And he's got slugs. He's killing but guys. But he's not. Like, it's so weird. Oh, I'm, he got yeah, I he's, still don't remember right. it at all. <laughs> but I didn't it? like it, so I don't really care. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I have ambulance. Oh, God <laughs> We talked about this yesterday with uh, at, at our New Year's party, yeah. or two days ago, <laughs> and we got her right back hyped up. Oh, jeez. We were talking about Michael Bay. It's just and so, so fun. fun. It's so bad. It's so fun and it's so intense. I've it's also so discovered something. No, it's not, Easton. What'd you discover? <laughs> I discovered that for me, in order for a movie to be good and for me to really like it, it for me, I really like <laughs> corn. <laughs> yeah, it's got the juice. It, it, yeah, it has to have the emotional juice. <laughs> and if it ambulance has me, zero emotional juice. No, that's not what I'm talking oh, about. Okay. But I mean any emotion, by the way, like whether that's like super hype or sad or like really happy or like if it catches me. You never watch sad movies with me, though. In any of my. Yes, I do. Anytime I'm like, hey, let's watch this sad movie. And you're like, no, because I can't handle it. I'm sorry. I'm fragile. (laughs) Okay, But okay, that this is what I'm getting at is that it has to have something that just hooks me. Even if it's a bad, like, done poorly. Even if it's a bad hooking. 
That's no. not a weird. I'm it's sorry. a good. It's a good hooking. <laughs> um, but in order for me to say that a movie is like really bad, like if like to be put on my worst of the year list, it has to be badly done and badly non-hooking. That's what I've discovered. Okay. So both. It has to be both to be like the worst. Like I'm gonna tell people that's the worst. So, but it only has to have one for me to like say that it's good and I really like it. So that's why I say ambulance. Yeah, has hits both of those. So, no, you would you even listen to me? Stop that. Okay. Anything else? Yeah, the black phone. Oh yeah, yeah. that did come out this year. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I say one movie and you guys were like. I say another movie, you're like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's that like, was a, that it's was like a we have opinions. <laughs> that no, was a it's like surprise. you share the same brain. <laughs> Oof. We do not. Wow. That was a, it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was going to be all that good. but it I liked ended it up a being, lot. Yeah, it ended up being pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, this year had an interesting uh, year for independent, not independent, but smaller horror movies. Yeah. I mean, like usual. I mean, you also had Smile and Barbarian. Mm. Uh, yeah. That were very highly liked and made a lot of money in box office. Actually, saw some people tweeting about that. Um, there were, I think it was because oh, because Babylon flopped. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and they were like, it's because nobody's going to the movie anymore. And they're like, uh, Smile and Barbarian, which had like twenty million dollar budgets or below, both made like a hundred eighty million dollars in the box office, mm-hmm. which was more. Babylon made. Under $4 million opening weekend. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I got a couple more, and then I, I don't know how many you have more, but... I have a few. Okay. Um, A few that haven't been said. Um, uh, On the Count of Three. Did I say that one already? No, okay. not since we've no. been on, but okay. I was waiting for you to say yeah, it. Yeah, On the Count of Three was a great drama. Um, Super sad, but really good material, and... I don't want to say fun ride, but it is. <laughs> um, and then Red Rocket, same thing. Oh, my goodness. It's weird and wild, and you're not excited. Like, you don't know who to root for and who's good yeah. and who's bad, but it's so well-directed, so well-shot, very well-acted. Um, yeah, just a really – I mean, I would say it's like if Nomadland was interesting. And I say that as somebody that loved. If Nomadland was interesting, is that what <laughs> and I say that as someone that loved Nomadland. Yeah, like it's it's that style of like almost feels like nothing is like. Yeah, I get what I mean. Kind of like empty. At time, yeah, yeah. Um, or like there's not like a real gripping story necessarily, yeah. but it's just so good that you're drawn in with just how good it is. So yeah, yeah. That's the hook. <laughs> the hook is <laughs> just being that technically good. Right. Um, but yeah, go ahead and say, name off a few more. Yeah, sure. Uh, do you guys have more? No. Yeah, I've got a few. You got so. okay, cool. So I, I won't get through the rest. So I, I'm gonna get. You can name them all. Go for it. Okay. Well, I will then. Yeah. Uh, so these are some deep cuts. Uh, what what we saw at the film fest. Wes Schlegenhauf is dying. Was really fun. That's the COVID movie yeah. we talked about. You can go back and listen to that. Also, Hidden Letters was a documentary from there that was really good. Uh, BJ Novak's movie, Vengeance, was a fun little ride and nice to see. I didn't end see. up watching that one. I uh, think did. No, I wanted to. Oh, okay. Sea Beast was also fun. That oh, came yeah, out on Netflix, Netflix the animated one. Uh, I think my funnest 
ride of the year was probably Bullet Train. <laughs> I just it, it was just a ton of fun. It is, and yeah. I I don't think it's like great, but I really enjoyed it. It's rewatchable too because yes. it's just stupid action and yeah. fun, and it's comical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, my last of this little block is probably um, Prey, which I really enjoyed. I thought, uh, mm. and also if you follow me on social media, I you know I'm a stickler for language in movies, and watching this in the Comanche dub, highly yeah. recommend. It's very good. What you got, E? Um, last few from this year um, was also the film festival stuff. Um, mainly, I was just going to shout out uh, Quantum Cowboy. Oh yeah, because uh, that was one of the uh, one of the best there because uh, of just how insanely interesting it was. Um, uh, there were some other really good ones, um, like uh, of course I can't think of them. Um, I'm going to look them up, but uh, just start naming off. Uh, do you guys have a list of some of the other movies that weren't spe- specifically 2022 that were first time watches that you really uh-huh. enjoyed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just going to talk about and maybe recommend some movies that aren't necessarily from 2022. As I look up those specific short ones, I thought I remembered them, but I I do not. Can I finish my Oh, yeah. I did, list? I, oh, I, I thought you said you. Uh, I thought that was it. You were supposed sorry. to already finish. Trevor. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm oh, going no. oh, yeah. to rapid fire here. Uh, it's a rapid fire. Very yeah. much enjoyed Tar. Very yeah. much enjoyed Bones and All. Very much enjoyed Pearl. Uh, Banshees of Inishirin was good. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that one. The Whale is fine, but Brendan Fraser in it is great, I would say, if I had to give you a, a sentence longer review. Glass Onion was, of course, great. I really enjoyed the Netflix Do Revenge, which I think you guys also saw. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that one was fun. It was fun. I didn't like the the twist at the end, but mm-hmm. I thought it, yeah. Avatar Way of Water still needs a rewatch. Uh and then if you're if you like film, like if you're intrigued by the process, I think this is the reason Babylon's not doing great. If you enjoy the process of how a movie is made and you are like intrigued with all like like with us. Like we like that stuff. We like the how the actors interpret things and directors and what they do and how in the process of how a movie is made if you like that kind of stuff you'll like babylon if you don't talking to a uh, dad who doesn't listen anyway um if you just watch a movie because like i just want to be entertained i don't want to think too much i just want to turn it on and just have something to enjoy i don't think you're gonna like babylon um and that's all i have to say about that i think okay yeah what about your first watches sis um the before trilogy yep yeah we saw that uh yeah. February this the, year before the before um before sunset. sunrise yeah. before sunset before midnight oh it's called the before trilogy i've never Ethan heard of Hawk. that before yeah it's one of the highest rated trilogies of all time it's it's just drama it's just a drama of two out of place characters that uh meet um it's lovey-dovey yes and they are uh seven years apart every single time um and i believe this last year was the first year that they did not have a before movie on the seventh year and so it's officially is that the day that they got together you you sent me that like twitter video of them Mm, i think that was no i think that was just them on set or something oh okay yeah, 1995, 2004, and 2013. 
Oh, 2020 would have been the year. Mm. Yeah. What else did I really like? Not from this year. Uh, I have a couple. Uh, so this year I actually started watching back through all the best picture winners. Um, and I haven't watched any in a while, so they're on here. But I would just I saw I just passed one. I saw the thing for the first time, uh, the original, which was is just as good as everyone says it is. I think. Uh, I also watched Gladiator all the way through for the first time. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, it was really good. Um, oh, I just had one. Where did it go? Hmm. Just so you can go again if you got more. Um, what was that Adam Sandler movie? Hustle. The football one. Is it Adam Sandler? The Water Boy. No. <laughs> oh, the Longest Yard. Yeah. Oh. I watched that one for the first time. Nice. It was good. Yeah. I. Finally, watch Highlander. <laughs> That's a good one. Hmm. This is going back through is a little harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, I don't think. Planes, trains, and automobiles was funny. That's so crazy. I hadn't seen that before. The conversation is good. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola. I watched that for the first time. Oh, Eyes Wide Shut is fantastic. Hmm. On the Waterfront is fantastic. And of course, Easton, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, we did watch that one together. Hey, didn't the French Dispatch come out this year? No. That was last year, I think. I think it was last year. Oh. Yeah. The 1948 Hamlet is really good. <laughs> If you like kicking it back and you like some Shakespeare. I'm so excited for the Barbie movie. Greta Gerwig? Yeah. Well, I can't find one that I was specifically remember, but from Tall Gas, a few that were really amazing were Force Samosis, which mm -hmm. comes out soon. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Our Father the Devil uh, was a really good one. Klondike was the very uh, hard-to-watch war movie about Ukraine, the 2014 skirmish, not today's. Um, but, man, there was one that I absolutely loved. Um, uh, and I talked to the directors a couple times from Canada, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, and then there was one about a 13-year-old girl that I thought was really good. But um, I can name a few from the... Yeah to to get me back on track with everybody else yeah um tristan, tristan trevor you old jerk you didn't talk about our uh 2022 going through i was just about to say it yeah yep uh tr i showed uh tristan tristan god i keep on just saying tristan i showed trevor uh we went through and watched every single one of the studio ghibli movies at least the like the big 10 or the, yeah like the primary ones um uh, yeah. yeah the ones directed by um hayao miyazaki yeah and his son i think is the other the uh, other miyazaki yeah he, <laughs> i think are some of the major director the big ones um but yeah we watched all of those they're some of my favorites i own them all uh at least like like i said the big ones like spirit away nausicaa yeah um princess mononoke uh uh, Porco Rosso, like those, 
from up on Poppy Hill, all those ones. And we went through and watched all those together because I absolutely love them. And Trevor hadn't seen a single one. That's correct. Um, I, I saw Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we uh, we watched all those. And as always, I love them, but they're not a first watch for me. So I guess you can <laughs> uh, talk about maybe a few of your oh, favorites. And if somebody hasn't watched them, maybe what to expect and yeah. what you think to start with or whatnot. So I my favorites were I really liked Castle in the Sky. I think that one is my top. Really? Yeah, it was nice. Castle in the Sky. Yeah. Um, Howl's Moving Castle was great. And so the the most interesting thing is, you know, these movies are so well put together and so well made. I, I was talking to Easton. I, I, it was kind of just becoming the samey. And if you if you follow me on Letterboxd and we'll look at those reviews, like when you get to like number seven, eight, nine, it's just kind of like, yep, it's fantastic. I don't know what you want me to say. But then we got to Porco Rosso, and it was such a diversion from the formula, and it was just so its own thing. It it was just so refreshing. So if you are going back through these, don't discount that. And that's your favorite, isn't it? That is it? my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top four movie of all time. Yeah, and so don't discount that, and definitely check that one out. But yeah, those those are the ones that stick out the most to me. And you know, I, I see you have Spirited Away pulled up. Yeah. I, you know, even... I mean, that one, I know everyone talks about that one, and everyone loves it. And I, I mean, it was good. Shadow was fantastic, but I don't even think that would make top three for me. Well, that's, I yeah, guess that's, I just gave you my top three anyway. Yeah, that's, but yeah. <laughs> yeah well, a lot of was, people that is their favorite. It's Princess Mononoke. Oh, that one. And yes. it's and it's Spirit yeah. Away, and that's one A and one B. Yeah. Um, but those have never been my two favorites. My favorites have always been Porco Rosso, um, uh, How's Moving Castle. Mm. And then Nausicaa, the Princess oh Nausicaa of the Wind, of the yeah. Wind. yeah. yeah. Uh, those have been, always been my top three, which are not most people's. How's Moving Castle is usually one that's up there, but Porco Rosso, I've never like I hardly see people that are huge fans of that one. Yeah. Um, and then Nausicaa is always like, oh yeah, that one's fun, but it was also like really that was early Studio Ghibli. Right. You can tell by the art. Yeah, the animation is a little yeah. underwhelming. It's still great. Yeah. But it yeah, not compared and then to I the also others. usually have the Secret Life of Arietti above Spirit Away and Prince, and people are like, "What? That's like his worst movie." <laughs> or I don't know if that one is. Uh... And but even saying worst movie, that's still like a four or five yeah, out of yeah. five. <laughs> oh no, well, Spirit Away for me is a five star. Like I have both Princess Mononoke and yeah. Spirit Away as five well, out of five. And like, man, like I said, it it's just kind of like, yep, they're all great. What do you want? What do you want to yeah. see? Say and about I think it. It's also like. They're all so good. It's like, what story do you either connect with the most or just enjoy the most? So it's yeah. like, favorite, not best. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, a little diversion from the animation. Uh, Easton showed me my thousandth movie to oh, yeah. log. Yeah, I saw Pulp Fiction for That's the first right. time this year. Waited way too long to watch that one. I also watched The Sound of Music for the first time, which was also fantastic. I think I watched that in school, but I don't know a damn thing about it. So. It's so good. Doe, a deer. A female deer. <laughs> Wait, you watched that for the first time? This year, yeah. Hmm. I think by the time our grandparents had it on VHS, I think I was not around maybe, or maybe I was just doing other things. Is that where things. I watched it? I think that's where you watched it. Because they had a, they had like the two VHS set thing. I also no saw, saw one and two for the first time. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Which was... I feel weird saying that they were delightful, but they were. <laughs> An American in Paris is fantastic. 
Moonlight was also really good. Oh, and The Departed. Ugh. My heart. Departed's great. It was so good. Yeah, Departed's And then just to see those words directed by Martin Scorsese pop yeah. up at the end, I was like, ugh. Yes. Um, I'll kind of go through a couple here. Um, I'm going to work my way up on some new ones that I watched this year that were uh, really good. Um, I checked out uh, Irreversible for the first time. Okay. Um, French film. Um, one of the most difficult movies you'll ever have to watch. Or not have to, but... Um, it's most famous for its, I think, like eight and a half to nine minute long rape scene. Wow. It's, yeah. Um, and yeah, shows the whole thing and it's and it does it for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not what I expected at all. That's the only thing I knew about the film going into it, that it was a very graphic uh, story about a woman that gets. Uh, yeah. And. Yeah, eye-opening. Uh, I, 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 that was the purpose, was to, like, we're going to show this in detail, like, in full, because if you just say the person does, it, you don't get that emotional disgust mm-hmm. and anger. Yeah. When you show it, you're showing, like, this. you're just sh- seeing a piece, like, and we're helping you, like, feel what it feels like to be in that. And yeah. this is what women have, like, women that have gone through this, like, we're just showing you the small sliver of what it feels like to go through it. Yeah. And it's done, like... Really, really well done. Um, uh, it's it's done in a weird place. Uh, the whole movie is filmed backwards. Okay. Uh, not where they're walking backwards, but the story is right, right. in a backwards motion, um, which is uh, confusing and so good once you finally realize why and how and who these characters are, how they're connected to these people and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and... Yes, yeah, so that was an eye-opening movie for for sure. Yeah. Um, along with the the Deer Hunter is a famous one that won uh, Best Picture back in '78. Nice. Um, Trish and I watched that one together. Uh, very weird. Yeah. The whole thing feels like it's not a film. I it's just something feels off. Yeah. Like the acting feels off. The and I think it's just the way that it is, like the way that it's just shot, or like the way that it's written. Yeah. Um, like I think it's supposed to be written as more of like a, not like buddy, mm-hmm. like like just natural conversations and buddies acting like dudes. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it just feels weird. But it was really good. Nice. Um, a few more I've got on here that I saw for the first time. Uh, Gone Baby Gone. Uh, it's my boy Ben. Uh, or Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Mm-hmm. Um. Not his best work. He does great. The movie as a whole isn't the best, but uh, obviously he's fantastic. Yeah. Trish um, uh, and I watched Beautiful Boy. That's a rough one mm. uh, to watch because there's no, there's no feel good at the end. Yeah. Um, there's no closure. Um, Short Term Twelve when Brie Larson was good, um, <laughs> and she kills it in in that role. Nice. Oh, is that with the kids and the Yeah, the okay. kids with uh um just just not uh yeah. disorder not like behavior issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they can't be in a normal school, they can't be at home cuz they have such aggressive Yeah. um and so some of it is because of disorders of who knows what, but a lot of it's just bad household out acting out and they have to be put in this home. It's called short term 12 cuz they have no other place to go. 
And so they try to rehabilitate them for this little bit of time to hope that they don't get back into trouble. Sure. But it was really good. Uh, worst person in the world we saw this year. I think it technically came out in 2021. Mm-hmm. But that movie is absolutely fantastic, along with After Yang. I don't know if oh yeah, either of you guys watched that one. I saw After Yang. Um, and pairing that, I watched uh, Columbus because everybody on uh, Letterboxd, that's like, I don't know, 10% of the people on Letterboxd, they're one of their four favorite movies is columbus and so mm-hmm. i was like fine okay i'll watch <laughs> it um and it's directed by a guy that wrote his uh college thesis on the before trilogy um nice. and so he just heavily inspired and loved the way that those movies were and how just like real yeah you're just set in somebody's life and you're just seeing that time like that small time in in their entire life and there's no huge overly dramatic thing that's making you see this time it's just you're here and things are happening because life happens and that can be interesting so yeah um really good uh there like i said i'm making my way up yeah only a few more here uh (laughs) one of the best movies of all time um according to film uh like makers whatever seven samurai oh yeah watch that for the first time absolutely phenomenal um for a movie that was made in 1954 uh, it looks great. The acting is superb. The sound is fantastic. Nice. Um, the story uh, can feel long because it's three and a half hours or something mm-hmm. like that. But my God, does it keep you hooked? It's basically in two acts. And so like you get like the first bit can drag at times, but yeah. like you know that you're just setting up. Um, uh, but every character is so individually interesting and so different. Um, that the movie's really, really good, uh, and they don't hold anything back. There's a lot of death um, from characters that you may like or dislike, um, and so yeah, it's that film kind of splurged like a plethora of action movies. Uh, a lot of movies draw just like sci-fi movies all yeah. draw from 2001: Space Odyssey. Action movies have historically drawn from Seven Samurai, so it's really cool, That's to, cool man. to be able to go back and watch that one. That one's on HBO Max. I highly recommend yeah. um, that one. Um, Real quick, I have... Yeah, you can throw uh, another one in there. Yeah, I have uh, some five stars that That's I... That's what I'm kind of yeah. going up and doing. Uh, So, Goodwill Hunting, I saw it for the first time. That was the first time? Yeah, it's really good. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Apoc- time, was that the first time you'd saw it? Okay. Uh, Apocalypse Ooh, Now, and oh, then yeah. mm-hmm. really good. And then the last, oh, Memento, I saw for the oh, first time. Oh yeah. Oh, and then Flea, the one that won or was nominated for best. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the short. Yeah, or no, the it's a animated documentary. Oh, but it's not a short. Mm-mm. Oh, I thought that was an animated short. Nope. Okay. Oh, and then of course, oh, and there's not, I keep going up. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave, The Artist. Is really good. Yeah, that's one that's been on my list for a long time. Um, it's interesting. It's not what I expected it to be. I'm curious. I, I'm to see also. What you would think. I, I'm aware that it's not what I thought it was going to be. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I think that's it for my. Tristan, my do you have bet. any other ones you want to add in here? You don't have to. Just curious. Uh, I don't know, but I watched. Okay, that's okay. Well, you watched White Ham three times this month. <laughs> Last month, technically, I guess. Um, I just got a few more here. Um, Go for it. These are like, please, for the love of God, watch. Portrait of a Lady on Fire, absolutely phenomenal, on Hulu. 
I understand it may be a little weird for some people, foreign romance about two people that can't be in love because of the time period. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really, really, really good. Sing Street, one of my favorites that I watched last year. I got recommended by somebody after watching Begin Again, I think. Or something else. I can't remember. But somebody recommended it. Okay. Somebody recommended it to me on Letterboxd. Um, just from reading my reviews and I was like, okay, sure. I'll watch it. And just blew me away. One of my favorites of the year. I've watched it two to three times showed, I think Tristan and Trevor, um, mm-hmm. uh, because I loved it so much. Uh, just great. Uh, not Scottish, uh, England, Wales, mm-hmm. UK? uh, high, yeah. High school, uh, drama trying to get the girl. Um, and yeah, I think that is the end of my first time watches that I haven't already talked about. So yeah, some really good stuff. Nice. So now we're going to flip the script here. <gasps> some of the worst movies. Oh crap. Of 2022. Minions. That's, <laughs> that's your, <laughs> that's your least favorite. That, that's I one think of, that's my only half star for that's the whole your only half star. Yeah. Tristan, Tristan's like, I'm about to drop like 35 <laughs> half stars. I only on have you. three so far. So far, uh, cheaper by the dozen. Yes, I had that one on there too. It's not a half star for me, but my god, that remake yeah, was bad. It was so bad. Um, Clifford. Oh my gosh, you talk about how much you hate Clifford so much. It was so bad. It's probably because I bring it up all the time. Literally right? so bad. And Morbius. Yep. Yeah, I Morbius. also had Morbius <laughs> was my least, the worst of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, more. I actually have it as a one star, not a half star. So boom, wowza! Go. Good job, Morbius. Um, and yeah, cheaper by the dozen. Nobody said it. Moonfall. I have Moonfall as a two. I was looking for my like ones and halves. What's that? You don't remember Moonfall, where the moon is actually a falling alien? into the earth. <laughs> Who's in it though? I can I remember being at the movie theater watching it, but I don't remember. Uh, Halle Berry. Oh wait, I have it. Patrick Wilson, Charlie Plummer. This movie was just bad from start to finish. <laughs> a lot of people had it on, on their like uh, bad movies that are so bad they're good. Mm-hmm. I can't even. I couldn't even put it there. Oh, Charlie Plummer's in it. Yeah. I stand by that. Don't look up is bad. Oh, I agree. Yeah. That was uh twenty twenty one though. Oh, whoops, my bad. Well, I mean, it was for the twenty twenty one Oscars, so I assume. Mm. But no, I we're all on that boat. Yeah. None of us liked it. No. Um, I also have Fall on here. As one of my least favorite of the year, I have the three five five. Yes, as a yep. one star. I had another one. Yep, that was one of my other ones. I have it as a two star, but um, I don't know if this was necessarily like a bad movie, but my review on Fresh says just makes me want to throw up. What is it? Fresh. Oh, that was the one of the uh, the dude that yeah eats his dates. Yeah. No, he doesn't eat them. He cuts up their he parts ma- and sells them. Yeah. yeah. But while they're still alive. Ugh. So they're not dying. <laughs> Somehow that's worse. <laughs> they get to go. They just lose a hand and a butt and a boob. Oh, and, my goodness. And some ribs. <laughs> oh, yeah. This pains me to say Jurassic World Dominion. Ooh. I have it a one star. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say anything on fall, Tristan. Fall? Yeah. She doesn't even remember. <laughs> Big tower. Big tower, they climb up. 
Oh. <laughs> that's the that's the entire movie is yeah. they climb a tower and they get stuck and fall. It's Only so one of bad. them falls. <laughs> um Elvis is another one that I have. That's a You have that as a worst movie? I do too. That's one of my I have it, it as a so I have it as a two star, but it's still wor- like it was so if I'm ranking the worst movies of 2022, that is one of the worst movies I've Whatever. seen this year. Austin Butler's great. Austin Butler's you can't okay. say that Austin Butler is amazing and then have it on your worst list. Sure, I can. Yeah, I can. No, I just did. I disagree. <laughs> Adam Driver is fantastic as Kylo Ren. Okay, in we're Rise not talking Skywalker, Star Wars. Easton. But guess what? That movie's a half star. I just so. said Brendan Fraser is great in The Whale, but The Whale is not very good. I want to quit. Oh. <laughs> We gotta know what your top top list of twenty twenty two is. Um, I guess I won't say that ambulance is one of my worst of the year on here. Thank you. Um, the invitation, but th- now we're getting into uh, three and a half things that yeah. I still enjoyed, yeah. but just weren't great. Okay, so <laughs> um, she's back in everybody. Whatever. Headphones are back on. Not really. Uh. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just. Do a rank of your uh, just top three, top five, top five movies of this year, and then we'll uh, we'll take our short little break, and we'll come back for a. Um, I have a list of, of my top year. eight. Okay, if that's okay. Yeah, these are, and it's all my five stars. I have number one as everything everywhere all at once. Number two is Tar. Number three is Banshees of Inisherin. Number four is Cha Cha Real Smooth. Number five is Triple R. Number six is The Batman. Number seven is Top Gun Maverick. And number eight is Crimes of the Future. That is a wild list. Thank you. Tristan, you still need time. No. Okay. This is in no particular order. Redeeming Love, The Black Phone, Weird Al, On the Count of Three, Marcel Duchelle, Ambulance. I never saw Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Well, you should. It never came to AMC. Go uh, figure. Yeah, that that is true. Um, I do have to move one thing around in my things, but uh, going from five down to one, um, I think five is probably. Uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I think is five. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Four. Um, three would be Top Gun, Maverick. Two, The Northman, and number one, The Batman. Hmm. There you go. I don't think anything's top the Batman this year, which stinks because it was came out in February yeah. or whatever. And, oh, it came out in March. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, start the year off strong. <laughs> so sure. that much. I yeah, the, the year did really start off strong. Oh yeah, because yeah. we had we had the Batman, Northman, everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, all within the first two months of the year. Yeah, um, which was nice having my year and having like a five star and some four and a halfs mm-hmm. all year long instead of being like, when are we gonna get something? That's yeah, like- I I have a friend I follow and she posted her letterbox stuff and she was like. <laughs> Not a five star all year, and I'm like, then you're watching the wrong movies. <laughs> yeah, no, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Her her take on stuff is also yeah. strange. Well, but... the Batman's the only thing I had as a five, um, mm. which might change, like if I get more lenient on the Northmen, 
um, or maybe Top Gun. Um, but I still can't put everything everywhere all at once in there. Mm. Can't do it. I did. I know. <laughs> okay, we'll take um, a little break and do a little draft as a little bonus for you. Woo! And then be done for today's episode and come back next week for an actual movie review. Woohoo! Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye! All right, we're back. We're back! Um, and we are, like I said, we're just going to do this little game. I'll explain the premise real quick, just so you guys know. And we just want to do this just to kind of like, I don't know, get a little excited for the new year of movies. Um, and so you guys can kind of maybe uh, hear, um, I don't know how many of you guys go through and look at all the future movies that are coming out. So yeah, so be a way of you guys kind of hear what we're most excited for. And it's also a little game, competition, uh, but nothing serious. You just get a crisp high five at the end of the year if you win. And if I win, I just clap. um okay so um premise of the game is we're going to do a little uh draft here um snake draft we're going to pick five movies uh from next year each um so we're just gonna have five movies uh and the way that we're gonna do it uh score it at the end of the year um is each movie uh we will pick um not pick each movie will combine the averages of what we rate the movie as um combine that together and that would be that movie's grade so if it's three three stars that movie's a three it's got three grade and whoever has the most through all five movies so if it's a 4.3 and then a 3.75 and then a three and then a four and a half average you add all that up and it'll have a number and whoever's high whoever has the highest number will win um so uh and then we're going off of our grades, uh, not the general public. That way it's a uh, movie moron specific. Um, and if we don't review the movies, I assume we're going to review all the ones we're picking because we're excited about them. <laughs> uh, but if we don't, uh, we'll make an effort to watch it and uh, honestly review it. We will not review bomb just to help us win the competition because there's no money on. I will. Okay. Well, okay. I guess Trevor, <laughs> it's just you and I, Tristan. <laughs> Rate all of his as one. Got it. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I think we're all objective enough that, uh, I mean, I know my high fives are very, very sought after, but um, <laughs> I don't think any cheating will be involved, so don't worry. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, I will uh, have us, we're just going to go down the line of where we're sitting. However, um, Trevor, mm-hmm. heads or tails? Heads. It is flipping. It is heads. Would you like to be the first person in the draft or the last? First. Okay. So you get to pick one one movie, and we will keep it all written down here. So what is your first movie, and do you think we're all going to be most excited about? Dune Part 2. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> um. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to be taking notes here um, just to make sure I have it all. Dune Part 2. Um, in this movie, oh yeah, we're all super excited for it. Well, I mean, at least two of us are, I think Tristan liked it. I don't know. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, however, uh, I will, uh, I'll go ahead and add this little rule. We, we talked about it before, but, um, this is a movie that's supposed to be slayed towards the end of the year. If it does get pushed back, um, whenever we know that it's pushed back into 2024, he is able to pick a movie that is not already 
um, out and reviewed so that he is not just missing an entire movie. Uh, Oliver, that's a very risky part. Uh, number one overall, since it's uh, it's late. Um, I stand by my choice. No, I, I, I was hoping it was gonna fall a little bit since it's later in the year, but that's okay. Um, I think we all know what uh, Tristan's going with here. Um, but you're up. Fast X. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope there's I, dinosaurs in it. I was I was kind of hoping that it was going to fall, but I knew it wasn't. Rude. Uh, okay, well, that means I have two. <coughs> I get a pick now. Um, I'm going to try to pick some that I think are sure bets. Um, I'm going to go number one, or my number one pick with Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Interesting. I think we're all going to love it. I think really? so. Really? Yeah. We love the first one. Oh, is that the Miles Morales one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Miles you thought Morales, it was a Marvel one? Nick Cage. Gotcha. Yeah. I just, the first one was so good. It's so, so highly good. rated that I feel like the sequel's got to be up there. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't, not only will I lose this game, but I will also <laughs> be very sad because. Don't it, be sad. And he's a good sequel. Um, and then with the second of my picks, I think I'm going to go with what I hope is another just, uh, I'm going to go Barbie. Dang it. <laughs> I was going between two and I decided to go with Barbie. So, Dang it. okay. Well, you're up Tristan. John Wick four. Oh, that was the other one. I was, I was going between John Wick four and Barbie. <laughs> Cause John Wick, I mean, uh, every John Wick movie, I think we've all rated high. Did you finally watch them all Trevor? Or you haven't watched any of them? I haven't watched any of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I guess it's kind of uh we'll see if we'll see if you like them. But yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll binge them all before the fourth one, of course. We will? Yeah. Yes. Oh. You have to. Oh, Tristan says I have to, so. Well, you get two picks now. I do? Yep. Oh, okay, great. It's Snake Man, you get two picks now. I'm scared. Oppenheimer? Yep. That's and then D and D Honor Amongst Thieves. Oh, good. Ooh. You think we're just going to be that in love with D and D that we'll just give it high stars? I hope so. Um, Spider Man Across Spider Verse was my third pick, so you snatched that mm, for me. And then gotcha. Barbie was my sixth pick. Barbie's a little down there for you, huh? It was. Okay, so you have uh, what was your first one there? Dune Part Two. Dune- no, no, no. The oh, the two that did you pick two? Yeah, he did. I did Oppenheimer and then D and D. Yeah. Oppenheimer and D and D. Okay, Tristan, with your next pick, Wonka. Wonka, Ooh. man. I gotta say, Timothy Chalamet is looking real good in those uh <laughs> in those production photos. Mm. Um. All right. Ooh, I've got two picks. You this do. Is, this is great. It's Snake Man. I know. I was just. I was like, oh, I feel like one of these might be taken by the time it comes back. I'm gonna go with Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Ooh. Um, and then I think I am going to go with a wild pick. <gasps> um, because we're a little safer in the draft now with Disappointment Boulevard slash Bu is Afraid. Mm. They changed the name. Interesting. That is, uh, if you guys don't know, Ari Aster's third film. Oh jeez. Who is hereditary and mid s'more. That's risky it with is, me on this on this 
Docket. <laughs> well, you've only seen one of those movies. That's true. And you oh. saw it four Wait, years ago. Wait, you haven't ago. seen Midsummer? No. You saw one of those movies I feel like you'd five like years it. ago. Mm. We'll yeah. see. I, f- I really feel like you like artsy like highbrow stuff. I do. He is the pinnacle of artsy highbrow <laughs> stuff. It's Florence Pugh. And I do like Florence Pugh. And this one. Who doesn't? I don't know. Disappointment Boulevard slash BU is Afraid is Walking Phoenix with Ari Aster. Oh. So I feel like oh. I feel like that's just Yeah. I feel like you were gatekeeping this information what? from me. How? <laughs> The gate. I we you went know, through. We went you through. You know I don't read stuff, Easton. We. I. I just knew that. I didn't read it. Okay, but anyways, before this whole thing, while we took our break, I went through and read all of the same movies. So everyone has the same information of movies, unless somebody pick. Oh, Tristan knows one. What? Oh, you. You gave a squint like, oh, I have a movie that wasn't on that list that I'm gonna pick. No, I don't. Conjuring Part Five. <laughs> that you're gonna give up five stars no matter what. Um, but no, that yeah, I got Mission Impossible. Um and uh, Bu is afraid. Tristan, you're up. The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the remake. Okay. Me? Yeah. Just one left, right? Uh, yes. No. Two. Yeah, you got two left. I have two. Okay. Yeah, and then and then we'll each have one left. Yeah, because yeah. you're doing your fourth round and your fifth round. Gotcha. Uh, Renfield. I don't know anything about that movie. So. It's a Nick Cage Dracula movie. Uh, I did read that it was Nick Cage, but yeah. I didn't know anything else about it. And then my last pick, Indiana Jones and yeah. the Dial of Destiny. Just hope it's not an Indiana Jones uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls level. Well, my other pick was Expendables 4, so I was <laughs> to toss up either way. Um, yeah. Um. Okay. Um, give me just a second. Have some filler. (laughs) Here's my problem. Is that, okay, I'm ready. Is that I have, I have a movie picked, but I don't, I don't, I don't believe in it enough (laughs) that all of us will really like it. But I don't know what to to pick if I don't pick that. There's a bunch of movies there. But you don't have any faith in any of those? But I don't really know them that well. I don't I don't have a relationship with them. <laughs> should I just go with my original pick or should I just go wild? You should, go wild. You should definitely pick Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that's a sure pick. I don't pick even think that I've that. seen the first Ant-Man and Wasp. <laughs> Or the second? Or the second. Yeah, that's the third one. <laughs> oh, well, any of them. Although I do know that Paul Rudd is Ant-Man. That, yeah, he was in the other ones. So I don't... Piece that together. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are you, what are you, where are you going with? I need help. At, this Wild, is all wild you. Pick. Wild. Wild No pick? hard feelings. Ooh, okay. Do you know anything about it? No. <laughs> I know that... Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is in it, and it's a dramedy. Uh, so, yeah, that's a wild pick. What was your one before that? Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. You did pick that? I didn't pick it. That was my original pick. Oh, no, no, no. I meant, I meant. Uh, what was your fourth pick? Oh, The Exorcist. The Exorcist, that's right. 
I just had a fear moment that I didn't start recording. (laughs) And then we would have already known everybody's picks. (laughs) Okay, so I got one more um, to pick here. Um, I don't know. I can just give you guys all of my thoughts now because you can't steal any of my stuff. (sighs) I don't know whether or not to go with another Joaquin Phoenix movie with Napoleon. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that was Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, to go with Creed 3, because every other Creed movie has been great, but I don't know your guys' thoughts on Michael it. Michael B. Jordan. I've never seen him. Yeah. I've never seen him either. <laughs> so, yeah, it would be a real <laughs> wild pick. Uh, or the Super Mario Bros. Um, don't pick Super Mario Bros. I'm picking the Super Mario Bros. I think Bros. you should, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it has a shot of being awful, but I think it has a good <laughs> chance of all of us saying, I like it, four star. <sighs> Mm. I'm thinking it might have a clean four-star sweep. I think it all depends on Chris Pratt and if he... Uh, Wait, Chris Pratt is in it? Chris He's, Pratt is Mario. Uh, he, it's a him. You guys Chris were sabotaging Pratt, Mario. me. Do, you do, guys sabotaged do me. You want, do you want that to be your pick? Kind of. I will... I will we, did get, we did tell you to go with your wild pick of not knowing what the fuck the movie was (laughs) here we'll leave it up to we'll leave it up to the gods um that's not real if heads or tails if you guess it right you can switch okay heads or tails oh if i guess the coin right yeah if i guess the coin right yep tails the gods are on your side you can switch it Yay! It was tails. Thank Just you. Just so everyone knows, I'm not lying. So it said tails. It. Yeah, I don't understand why it's the. It's not coin, a real quarter. Yeah, it looks like. Thank f- you. That was look very like sweet. I appreciate it. Um. Okay. Well, now no hard feeling is going to be like the best movie of the year. We're going to give it all five stars, and it'll be so funny. <laughs> I will laugh so loud if that's the truth. No backsies. Okay, well, now I have to pick something else. Um, you had three. What? What do you mean I had three? That you were going between. I know, that's what I'm saying, but now I have to pick another one. Um, I think I'm going to go um, with a... Um, I can't go so wild with you guys never seeing the Creed movies, so I, I think I'm going to go with Napoleon. Napoleon. Yeah. And guess what? If that movie gets pushed back, then maybe I can pick Creed. Woo-hoo! Actually, no, I won't, because Creed comes out sooner. But I guess I guess I'll have another movie to try to throw one out there. But I actually have two movies that don't even have dates yet. So <laughs> very nice. Okay. Well, I hope that was fun-ish to listen to. Um, and I hope that uh, yeah, you guys will stick along. St- st- stick. Stick along. Stick around. That's that's the right wording. Um, stick around and listen to us talk about all these movies as they come around, and uh, we'll update our list as we're going, and seeing who's winning throughout the year. Um, but yeah, those are all. Those are a bunch of movies we're all excited for. I think the only one I had on here that I was interested in that we didn't say. I don't know if there's any really. Um, yeah, we said all the ones I was interested in. So, oh, I don't know what happened there, but. <laughs> Um, okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, like I said, we will be back next week uh, with uh, something. Our first new 
first movie of 2023. Do you know what it is? Um. Oh yeah, I'm pulling it up here. Oh yeah, Megan. God, this is oh, gonna be rough. Oh, Megan, <laughs> the AI child. Yeah. Who's also maybe a murder machine. Definitely a murder machine. Definitely a murder machine. Um. So yeah, that'll be rough. But uh, stick around and listen to us talk about it. Last year, I think our first. Movie of the year was the three five five. Yep. So correct. We uh, New Year's are a bad time for film. <laughs> correct. Yeah. So yeah, head on out uh, on January sixth to go watch Megan. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Real quick. Yeah. Is what is this episode over? What are we doing? <laughs> You're in review. Year interview. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Just making just, sure. Yeah. Talk about some of our favorites, um, some of our least favorites, and then you can also name some like that w- didn't come out this year. Yeah. Also remember that Letterbox isn't perfect on their release dates. Right. Is it just what we? What, so it's just what we saw this year, right? Yeah, but like specifically the twenty, like more specifically the twenty twenty two movies. But then right. if you have some other stuff that you want to throw in there, yeah. You can. Gotcha. Um, yeah, you'll get it. Um, but yeah, I would definitely have like a ranking of your favorite 2022 movies. Solid. I watched Why Him three times in December. That makes sense. <laughs> I also watched White Christmas three times. Do you log every time that you watch something? You just don't always review? That's smart. I, I can't get myself to log it without reviewing it. I feel like I've I cheated. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, what? This is some tea that Dad gave me, ah. and um, it's very cinnamony. Um, what else? <gasps> oh, no! I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. Okay, but yeah. Now I just need to know where my phone is. I wonder if you guys are sitting on it. I don't think I, I am. I don't feel it. Did you throw it over it. here? No, I just was over there. Oh, see? Fell on the floor. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was over there doing stuff, so. <sighs> Told you. <laughs> okay, we're already recording, so. Woo-hoo. Okay, so three. Or do you guys need time? I'm good. I can. I can be fine. Okay, but we'll save like a legitimate ranking for like the very end. Cool. Um, so you can just talk about some of the ones you liked and then do like a legit ranking at the end. Uh, but what I mean by Letterbox has some bad dates. They take like the first time the movie was shown. Is it's released? So like on um, the count of three was technically last year, even though it had its world release mm, this gotcha. year. Um, so on the count of three doesn't count or it does count? It does. I take the world release as yeah. like... How am I supposed to know? <laughs> okay. If okay. you saw a movie in 2022 that said 2021, it was probably that. Like, if you saw a movie, I guess it's not 100% accurate, but... That's fine. For we'll example, figure it out. Yeah. Okay. I'll say a few. Okay. And I can I can be the one that starts so that maybe I'll name a few that you would know. Sure. Okay. Uh, 